presents The Life of Prophet Muhammad, Peace Be Upon Him Presented by Nidal Ayyubi Bismillah, Alhamdulillah, Wassalatu Wassalamu Ala Rasulillah Wa Ala Alihi Wa Sahbihi Wa Man Welcome back to our Sira classes where we are discussing the Meccan stage. So now, the Prophet ﷺ is 50 years old. It's the 10th year after prophethood. Abu Talib passes away. Khadijah passes away. Now, regarding marriage, who did he marry afterwards? During his marriage to Khadijah, the Prophet ﷺ did not marry another wife. He was only married to Khadijah. It's mentioned in the 10th year after prophethood or thereabouts, the contract to Aisha was agreed upon. That the marriage was consummated in Medina. Now, later on we'll talk more about Aisha and her status and why the Prophet ﷺ married her so young, this great scholar of Islam, the greatest female scholar that this ummah has produced. Aisha anha narrated thousands of hadith and she was the only bikr, only virgin the Prophet ﷺ married. Also it's reported in the seerah that at this time he married Sauda. Sauda was a widow. Her husband, along with her, they made migration to Abyssinia. They both became Muslims, good Muslims. But then when they returned, her husband passed away. So he married her, sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Now, the Prophet, sallallahu alayhi wasallam, continued the mission. He was looking outside of Mecca to continue calling to Allah, subhanahu wa ta'ala. So he went to a place called Al-Ta'if. Ta'if, we can basically say, is like the summer capital of Saudi Arabia. It is, it is known for its orchards, its, its, its grapes, its pomegranate, its figs, its roses, its honey, and its beautiful scenery, especially its mountains. It's around 100 kilometers southeast of Mecca. So the Prophet ﷺ went there. And that, that was one of the, the big cities at that time. It was Mecca and Al-Ta'if. And mainly who lived there in Al-Ta'if was the tribe, one of the great tribes, known as Al-Thaqif. So the Prophet ﷺ went there to call them to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and he took with him Zayd bin Haritha, radiallahu anhu. But subhanAllah, they did not respond well. Instead, when he called them to Islam, they insulted him. They even threw stones at him until his heels started to bleed, until his feet started to bleed, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And once Aisha asked the Prophet, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, have you encountered a day? Have you come across a day? Have you faced a day greater than the day of Uhud? In terms of hardship and calamities, Prophet ﷺ said, Your tribe, your people have troubled me very much. And the worst was the day of Al Aqabah. Now, this is when the Prophet ﷺ went to some of the leaders of Al Ta'if and called them to Islam. And he said of them, One of them, he did not respond to what I intended. I departed overwhelmed with excessive sorrow and I could not relax until I found myself at a tree, at a place called Qarna Tha'alib, where I lifted my head towards the sky to see a cloud shading me. I looked up and saw Jibril in it. So the Prophet ﷺ went to them, called them to Islam. They rejected him. They rejected him very harshly, in a very harsh manner. So much so that some reports say that young kids were given stones or they grabbed stones and they started throwing stones at the Prophet ﷺ. And they said stuff like, hasn't Allah found anyone else to send? Why hasn't he sent someone from us? Couldn't find anyone better than you? They insulted him severely and harshly. And they even physically harmed him so much so that his feet started to bleed. So the Prophet ﷺ was very upset by this. And so he went and sat under a tree at a certain place and he looked up and he saw Jibreel. Jibreel said to the Prophet ﷺ, Allah has heard your people saying to you and how they replied, 
And Allah has sent the angel of the mountains to you that you may order him to do whatever you wish to these people. The angel of the mountains then greeted the Prophet Sallallahu said, the angel of the mountains greeted me and he said, O Muhammad, order what you wish. And if you like, I will let the mountains fall on them. These two mountains that were surrounding the cities, I will crush them with these two mountains. That's what the angel of the mountains said to the Prophet Sallallahu So think about it. How would you respond if someone dealt with you harshly, physically harmed you? How would the Prophet Sallallahu respond? No, he said, I don't want them to be destroyed or punished. No, rather I hope that Allah will bring forth from their descendants, from their offspring, people who will worship Allah alone without associating any partners with him. This report is found in Bukhari and Muslim. So this is the shows you the mercy and compassion of the Prophet And later on what happened? Pretty much all of Ta'if became Muslim. Now there's over a million people living in a Ta'if. And it's I think the fifth largest city in Saudi Arabia. And pretty much they're all Muslim. And even some who were there during his call became Muslim and they remembered some of the Qur'an that the Prophet ﷺ recited to them. So now the Prophet ﷺ re-entered Mecca and he had to re-enter it with protection and he had the protection of a man called Al-Mut'im bin Adi and he continued his da'wah. And Al-Mut'im was known to be a relative of the Prophet ﷺ and he protected him along with his sons. So... No one could harm the Prophet ﷺ physically. Wallahu a'lam wa sallallahu ala nabiyyina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam. This program was presented by Al Bayan Radio, the voice of Ahlus Sunnah wal Jama'ah.